0: You're listening to the Fun Never Ends Podcast with Metalhead Nelson and Brutal Brett. Hey, welcome to the Fun Never Ends Podcast. I am Metalhead Nelson and with me is Brutal Brett. How you doing, Brutal Brett? I'm doing
1: pretty well. How about yourself? It's been uh, a good good downtime.
0: Yeah, it has been busy, man. How about you?
1: i've been doing pretty well there's been uh, some ups and downs but other than that i'd say i'm enjoying the summer and since the start of it
0: that's good man i love the summer but i i don't know why i feel like as i get older i used to love the heat i do i really do because i can don't have to wear a fucking sweater and but now it's like sometimes as i get older the heat becomes unbearable i'm getting old
1: I completely understand. I, I think it was you I mentioned to where I said, are we conditioned to like summer because of the weather or because school is out usually. And we just have that mental connotation of summer equals good.
0: Yeah. That, I, think that, that. I think that's the case because I remember always looking forward to summer because school's out. You can do whatever the hell you want. But now you're in the workforce. It's kind of like summer. Uh, time to take time off.
1: <laughs> now we now we look forward to winter when uh, we really get us a celebrate and we get to wear sweaters and everything else it's, it's i swear the older we get the more opposite we are from uh how we were as kids
0: funny you mentioned sweaters around holidays because uh i went to Frankensons and i've seen this uh, it's like a rick flair woo <laughs> uh ugly christmas sweater <laughs> and my brother-in-law's like i'm gonna get you that that, uh, that ugly christmas sweater so you can wear it to work
1: it's <laughs> do you think they let us wear the one from uh die hard
0: i don't see why why not. The one Why?
1: that says, ha ha, I have a machine gun now?
0: Uh, you'd probably want to run it by the boss first.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, it's a Christmas movie, right? Would you say Die Hard's a Christmas <laughs> It's a, That's a question I ask everyone. There, there's, there's three questions. One is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie?
0: Uh-huh. And what's the other one?
1: Are hot dog sandwiches?
0: Yeah, I would think so. Do you and think it's a hot dog is a sandwich? I fucking think so.
1: And are socks slippers?
0: No, they're slippery <laughs> when you're on a hardwood or tile floor. But whoa, slippers? Whoa. No, they're not slippers. They're slip-ons. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. And is chili a soup or is it a dish of its own?
0: Huh, that's a interesting one. Well, you can have a bowl of chili, but it's... Ah, that's a tough one. I would say it's a half and half, but it depends on the person because the consistency is... So so thick. I would just call it sauce at that point. I would call I'm it sauce. It's not a soup. Agree. It's sauce, man.
1: And it's not a meal. Zone. No. Same with soup.
0: Because you don't have oh. salsa, just like straight salsa. You have soup by itself. You don't have salsa, just like you can't chug salsa. But Well,
1: that, that was my thing. Is soup a meal?
0: Soup? Okay. We're going Seinfeld on this, I feel like because I remember an episode of Seinfeld where er, Banya gives Jerry a s- Armani soup and he offers to buy him lunch. He orders the soup. He's like, ah, I'll get the soup. I'll the meal for next time no that's the meal no a soup is not a meal so
1: i i don't think it is
0: it's not it's not
1: it it, because it's often when when you go to a deli you get half a, a cup of soup and half a sandwich right that's the meal
0: but if you get ramen or if you get pho that's a meal
1: is that technically a soup though
0: it's a noodle soup
1: See the, 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 when I ask these questions, people people get pissed off at me because they're just like, "Why do you think of these things? Why are these things important to you?" And I'm just like, "Well, nobody it, really it, thinks about it." Yeah, just like the hot dog sandwich or not, I'm I'm not sure.
0: I would say they are a sandwich, but it's a quick like you can devour a hot dog within like four bites. Sandwich takes you a while, or depending on how big the hot dog is and how big of a bite you take, two bites and you're done.
1: <laughs> I, I think these things lag me just because of ADHD, where I I like instead of thinking about things that actually matter my brain is like you must think of the things that you just have random attachment to
0: see these are the things that people don't really think about there's questions like people don't really ask because it's not one of those things where you can really like think it, like you would come up with I, I remember listening to George Carlin and he has this whole thing where I think it was jamming in New York like it's a little thing you ever look at your watch and and somebody asks you what time it is and you say you look at the, your watch and somebody Ask you and you still say, I don't know that that's true well, or you look at a chingling fence and it has that ability to go woo straight into your face or you fall asleep in the afternoon and you wake up you don't know what damn day it is
1: well here's my other question what do you what are your thoughts on people who ask you hypothetical situation questions to me they're so annoying it's like why am i spending so much time on a hypothetical
0: give me an example
1: okay what would you do during a zombie apocalypse
0: get the fuck away
1: <laughs> well it's one of those things where it's just like there's people who go on and on with with, like their answer and i'm just like why are you putting that much thought into something that is improbable in most cases
0: light a match <laughs> lighter <of> grenade bye-bye
1: <laughs> but you you so for you 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 entertain it or for me i'm just like nah. I, I, I when i was younger i used to entertain hypothetical situations yeah but now i think when i'm older like i'm someone who's been on dating apps before if someone asked me a hypothetical i'm just like T- to what are you trying to get out of this this doesn't help you get to understand someone's like thought process it's
0: just, it, I think it, they want to filler. see where you go with it,
1: but does it? It, it doesn't give a, a thought process because it's for a situation that may or may not happen, mostly improbable. Because do people really ask hypothetical situations that are more based in reality or fantasy?
0: Both people have asked both. I'm, I'm pretty sure people have asked both.
1: All right, give me what is a hypothetical situation in which that is based more in reality that someone has
0: asked you? Ah, man, I don't remember. <laughs> I'll let see, you know what I remember because it's not gonna sink in. I mean, if it's you're, more fiction, yeah, it's easier. I mean, but you're, honestly, you're sometimes really the hard. hypothetical questions are like it gets your mind to jog. Sometimes you try to simplify things and you can't.
1: That, thats my point. Is it—is it just a pastime to have a conversation to have a conversation, or is it like—is it a mental exercise that someone's giving? Is there are they like MK Ultraing us with hypothetical situations where it's like he fucking knows too much. Just take him out. Take him out.
0: <laughs> they knew too much. We know too much. They went too far we went too far.
1: I mean, there has to be there has to be a reason. Like hypothetical situations have gone in regards to like the dating app, they use these hypothetical situations as questions to break the ice in some aspect and the types of responses that you'll see, you know
0: hypothetically speaking, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like if you're given a fantastical question, can you respond with a nonsensical answer? Does your people cause what I've noticed people want your answer? to be based in logic for something that's not logical in that situation
0: that's very unlogical
1: that's my point it's just like okay what would you do if you had eight million dollars but there were aliens and jfk came back and you were also friends with god but zombies and uh you have to kill one of your friends it's just like what
0: you build a guitar that shoots uh, uh, fiber optics and other stuff
1: uh well first of all if
0: god is my
1: friend why is the situation taking place
0: I'd be playing Wipeout Wipeout
1: <laughs> Well uh, I'd be uh shredding with Jeff Hanneman while zombies are headbanging and I'd be getting a tattoo that says cowabunga and uh high-fiving Super Mario <laughs> I wonder if they'll get Slayer to reunite for the Chris Chris which whatever Chris it is that's doing the Mario movie.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of reunite, it looks like uh, Phil Anselmo wants to reunite Pantera with Rex, but so far there's no talk of who will be in the place of Vinny Paul or Dimebag. So
1: didn't wasn't the last Slayer tour him doing Pantera songs with like filler people anyway?
0: Well, I think the last Pantera thing was pretty much just Phil Anselmo. It wasn't really Pan. You True. couldn't really call it Pantera. Can't call it Pantera without Dime and Vinny. I oh, mean, it'll the it'll only it'll logical be. person to fill the, the guitar part is probably Zach Wilde. Yeah. Zach Wilde.
1: Would it be
0: worth it? Uh, it wouldn't Damn.
1: be yeah. the same,
0: yeah. I would say. But for who would fill in for Vinny Paul, that's a tough one.
1: Is I guess it's just one of those things where I like the songs, I hate the player at this point. Yeah, just but it's like I listen to Down as well. I shouldn't. Phil almost sucks. He's pretty racist.
0: Honestly, he he didn't. I don't think. No, he was on good terms with uh, Dime and and Vinny because I remember when they were watching uh, behind the music, he wasn't allowed to attend the funeral.
1: It sounds about right. Yeah. He's a jackass.
0: So he wasn't able to go and bury his brother. So they left on bad terms. Honestly, I I wouldn't.
1: Or maybe he'll get uh, Kirk from uh, Crowbar to do guitar. That would be pretty filling.
0: That'd be interesting. Unless we'll have to wait and see to see how that actually pans out.
1: Yeah, then pretty much it'd be close to down just playing Pantera songs.
0: Yeah, with Rex Brown on bass. And he just announced a new Thunderbird bass with Gibson.
1: Well, we can move on to my next thing. Do you feel that there is a resurgence of mainstream culture finding 80s metal?
0: No, and i tell you why. Um, well, kind of. You bring up a good point because um, I feel like the whole Strangers things. There's has, another
1: one. There's also a new Thor that's adding to it.
0: There's a new Thor adding to it. Hmm. The soundtrack. I'd have to look at that. So, it looks from, okay, anybody that's heard of the whole thing, about the Metallica thing with Stranger Things on the, what is it, the fourth season, Mm -hmm. that, um... Who's playing Master of Puppets is Robert Trujillo's son, Rob, uh, Ty Trujillo. So now it looks like everybody's going to be all Metallica'd up. Watch for those posts for those Master of Puppets. Well,
1: they did make a post about it. They said, we welcome all new fans to the Metallica family, whether you found out about us now or back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Give me food, give me five, give me double, double, yeah! Ooh. <laughs> Fuel is pumping engines with my heart with
0: gasoline. Oh, God. It's been a minute since I heard that song.
1: It's one of my go-tos for karaoke.
0: Good fuel.
1: Just because you could, you can just sound anything close to it, and people just like, oh, yeah. Turn me. off. I see red. Lightning
0: bolt to my head. Yeah. He dead
1: <coughs> when I burn. Yeah. You, you just you just sound like you're taking a big dump. That's
0: how Garth Brooks looks when he's singing. It looks like he has to take a Mavs' shit. <laughs> Another music news, since we're on the subject of music, and we'll get back to your question, your whole thing real quick. Um, Nita Strauss has announced her departure from the Alice Cooper band, and she had canceled all of her solo shows, but she's off to another venture. If you want to find out what she's up to, follow her on her Instagram or her Facebook, Nita Strauss. So now, stepping, returning to the Alice Cooper band, Kane Roberts, who was originally in the band from 85, 288. Uh he is returning for the uh fall and I believe the winter shows. So he's back and joining the band. That'll be uh go out, check out Alice Cooper on social media, and you can find out more about that. Ooh, also AEW Dynamite. Tonight, new tag team champions, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee are the new world tag team champions of AEW. Oh yeah. Titles change hands, triple threat rules. Hey that's it (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I have one kind of departure of music news uh, the 90s band Unwound are reuniting they were kind of one of those like uh, pseudo alternative noisy jangly bands um, kind of uh, perpendicular in sound to all those early Matador records bands northwest type of grungy sound it will be cool to see them but um, I don't know if the room is just going to be filled with 50 year olds who are wearing uh pop blue ribbon shirts or not
0: or if they'll be selling paps at the bar
1: (laughs) the crowds of these people are those who subscribe to pitchfork magazine and uh just really are overly audiophiles lately
0: Ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: Basically, do you know the music critic Anthony Fantano?
0: No, I do not.
1: I recommend you look up his stuff. He's uh, as the internet calls him the world's busiest music nerd, but he has a pretty big stronghold on uh, being a music critic. I, I was trying to find some other words for that, but uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's tough to come up with those words, man.
1: When you do it all day, at the end of the day, you're just like words. Hard. I'm picture. I draw a picture of things instead.
0: A picture has says a thousand words.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Just give them pictures.
0: Just paint it. It's like, what does that look like? That's what I'm trying to say.
1: I see a picture and I want to paint it black.
0: Yeah, I see a red door too. (laughs) A lot of things going on. A few things I have read uh, not too long ago about uh, some Starbucks locations in L.A. along with 7-Eleven. Some Starbucks locations are closing permanently due to crime and there's a suspect along the move. Same goes with 7-Eleven. Evans are being advised to close earlier rather than being the whole twenty-four hour thing. So there's suspects still on the loose throughout LA, uh, Riverside, Uplands. So uh, everybody out there, just steer clear and stay safe.
1: Where are people going to get their pink drink now?
0: But, well, they're going to. Well, it's like six locations in LA that are closing. It's only six: two West Hollywood, a Santa Monica, two LA. So bougie. Then, yeah, the more bougier side. So.
1: Yeah, the areas we don't go to. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. (laughs)
1: Why? I will say there was a time a a few, like a month ago, I would go to like Beverly Hills, walk around, just people watch. The things you'll see and the things you'll overhear, enough to tell a story.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. it like people watching over there.
1: That's really it. It, It's one that I, I call it my day out, which is just because when I work from home, some days I'm just like, I'm just going someplace I don't, I normally wouldn't be just to do something.
0: Yeah, I get you. Just like to get out, to get out. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Here I come. Yeah. Other news, uh, a band by the name of Throne to Exile. They'll be on the bill with At the Gates with, um, I believe, Municipal Waste. waste. Um, My friend Edwin is the new frontman for Throne to Exile. You can catch them in Pomona at their next show. He's on the road. Congratulations to my buddy Edwin. Uh, Follow him uh, on Instagram at the Hangry Armedian or it'll say like metal singer, but you can go to throne to and you can find him through there. But, uh, congratulations, my friend.
1: Seriously, that one for band is great too. being on the road and listening to slaughter of the soul for however many weeks on it. That's that alone is one of the greatest things to be able to do.
0: Yeah. I, he suffered that band a few times and now he's the permanent singer.
1: That's what we're at. Yeah. Uh, that band riff.
0: Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. I've hung out with Edwin numerous times. Uh, I remember when he was back in the day when he was in other bands that he had. So it was uh, come a long way.
1: I need to get my ticket to that. that I love that album.
0: Yeah, that'd be it's at so the Glass weird. House in Pomona. I believe it's on a Thursday.
1: I hope LA is a day after, before weekend.
0: Let's that. see. Because I don't know when the, exactly the LA date is. Either do
1: I. It's one of those things where I took a screenshot of it, and I was just like, yeah, whatever.
0: There is another tour coming to Monomarth would be one and that with obituary oh yeah and not, there you go
1: and in flames no 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 cattle that's a, that's, cattle yeah cattle there's, and there's the last sugar and in flames the in, la date is uh,
0: december 17th
1: that's two days before my birthday yeah,
0: birthday show for you
1: oh are you kidding that tour is just like hey this is all killer no filler
0: <laughs> so let's see where the date is the la date i mean girl
1: Slaughter. I song.
0: why is it looking like this Oh. I just love seeing
1: them play that song for yeah. when uh, Thomas, the vocalist, goes go, and then it hits up.
0: So you say go, and it goes. They go. So, okay, so yeah, the LA date is at the Fonda Theater, uh, Wednesday, August seventeenth. Ah, oh, damn it! Do the day uh. before the Glass House is Thursday, the eighteenth, and then they're playing Berkeley in uh, on the nineteenth. So those are the dates for at the gates.
1: Yeah, I would probably do the LA one just because it's easier. So yeah, but I do love that album. that it, how, do you have is that an album that got much spinning from you?
0: No, I, I haven't digged in much of at the gates, uh, but just here and there, I haven't really dug into their catalog.
1: I would compare sound to a uh, heartwork era carcass mm-hmm. but more melodic.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll definitely have to check them out.
1: 100% recommend. But that a and Marth were...
0: was badass. <laughs> I yeah. remember the time I saw Obituary. They opened for Cannibal Corpse at the observatory. That was a bitchin' show. Being up top and looking over the stage and look, seeing that pit go... Oh, man. That is freaking badass.
1: Man. Last time I saw Cannibal Corpse was with a morbid angel and a blood incantation. That decibel tour.
0: Where was that show at?
1: For me, that's when I was in San Diego. So I saw it at oh, the yeah.
0: North Park. Park observatory oh, okay the other observatory <laughs> yeah that's cool man yeah there's a I, lot, of, lot of other tours going on a um, lot of shows stuff like that. It's more so than I can even keep track with these days
1: being into I need to stop being into so much music because there's so many acts I want to see and so many festivals getting announced I'm just like do I go to all and blow all my money that I have extra on that or do I just say you know what I'll just listen to it I don't need to see
0: you can always find it online (laughs) somebody's bound to post clips about it i think the more logical of course quote-unquote logical one would be to go to the one that you really want to and then all the other ones wait for other people to post
1: see that's the thing there's one act i really want to see whom i listen to mainly just when i'm working because uh the genre is one called hyperpop in which do you know much about the genre no i don't uh what would i uh, i'm trying to find a way to define i'm gonna google if there's a definition of what i can say hyperpop is because i want to do it justice in uh a micro genre characterized by maximalist or exaggerated take on popular music uh it integrates pop and avant-garde sensibilities drawing on tropes from electronic hip-hop and dance music so, um, this act is called Drain Gang, in which they're more aligned on the hip-hop element, but it's one of those, oh, I like this as a guilty pleasure, but it grew. But they're playing, um, the Primavera Sound uh, Festival in L.A. One day is $100. One day is 100 bucks Because it, it has Nine Inch Nails and a bunch of other acts like that.
0: Oh, man. That's a wild one, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah,
1: that I'm just like, do I don't really want to do that? I'd see Nine Inch Nails and a few, or a bunch of other bands on it, but...
0: But I don't know, it seems like it's not, I don't know. Seems the not thing me, is,
1: this me. group is from Sweden as well.
0: That would make sense, because they're Swedish, and you don't really get to see them.
1: Yeah, and when they do a tour here, it sells out instantly.
0: Oh, I believe it. So I bet. Hey, um, other news. Everybody knows about the Anime Expo that always happens 4th of July weekend at the LA Convention Center. But this year is a little different. They just finished in LA. They're coming to Ontario, California for two days in November. It's uh, the 12th and the 13th. Um, they have announced it. Tickets haven't gone on sale yet. But there's a good feeling that that is going to sell out in a snap because of how many people would want to go to it. And it Ontario Convention Center. I don't know if that's going to be very big, but it doesn't seem like it.
1: My thing, do you know how much they were paid for parking for that in L.A.?
0: (laughs) Probably an arm and a leg. It's better to take the metro at that point. Do
1: you want the number that I saw on some sign from Instagram?
0: hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a given because I remember going to Nam shows and if you're parking closer, like at the Hilton lot, it's almost about anywhere from a hundred to hundred bucks or somewhere mm-hmm. around there. So yeah, it's they're goug- they're price gouging because they know they're going to make money off of it and everybody's going to be there. So yeah. why not? You know, they, it, that's how they make their money.
1: I'm surprised it, they should be as big or bigger than comic-con now
0: well i feel like the biggest one of course is san diego Mm comic-con and that's in two weeks Mm -hmm. so that one i haven't gone to and i've heard that one is a pain in the ass to try to get tickets for because you gotta go into the lottery in the waiting room and you gotta get picked
1: i got lucky two years because of my ex
0: oh wow she
1: worked at verona casino and uh she won two tickets from co-workers oh wow uh for being a pretty girl pretty much she got in a lottery at her work and won and it was rigged for that reason but whatever that's that's <laughs> another story so i went two years and i gotta say it was she went more for like the cosplay and yeah. all that and i was just like yo i want to go to panels i want to hit the floor i want to see everything on spawn because they're supposed to make a new spawn
0: uh, i gotta see how that's gonna pan out
1: it's, that's how i was because
0: the spawn movie that came out i enjoyed i don't know about you but i enjoyed it i love it i love it. Along with uh, like, along with Moral Combat, I love the Moral yes. Combat. Annihilation as well. It was good. They did in a, in a real good job. But the one character switch, I don't think anybody really paid attention to. Two different Raidens in two movies
1: yeah so but, so you're did you watch the spawn hbo series back in the day
0: not that i recall i remember watching the movie but i never watched the series
1: it was a very dark cartoon that hbo did in early 2000 late 90s or early two thousands. amazing if you if you like the movie the this cartoon series it's definitely not your typical kid cartoon it's a very well done great storytelling highly recommended
0: yeah i'll definitely check it out i mean come on spawn
1: thank you it's-
0: I, 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 it's unexpected that it wouldn't be like a kid one like kind of like spider-man it's like a spawns like if you get like a darker version of venom
1: yes yeah yeah
0: so i can see like spawn having like a very like death metal uh, kind of dark black metal kind of theme to it because how dark it is
1: well you know who was on the soundtrack for the movie right i don't it has like typo negative it has oh, that makes porn, sense
0: metallica let's see because no, i i'm on i'm on the prowl for it too. Spawn, uh. Yeah, ooh. Marilyn
1: Manson, um,
0: corn
1: uh, Stabbing Westward, Prodigy, Silver Chair. Cause I know it's, uh, coveted just like the Crow soundtrack is. Yeah.
0: Huh. Incubus? Interesting. Butthole Surfers
1: and Moby, Metallica. For How
0: do you get Bellotols. Moby in there? <laughs>
1: It's a bunch of weird collaborations like Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot.
0: Oh my god, check this out. Amazon. Somebody's selling the audio CD for a hundred dollars. Don't do that. You could get it for I know. $100. I'm just I'm looking and I'm like one left in stock and it's a hundred bucks. I ain't gonna spend no hundred dollars on no soundtrack. Henry Rollins Oh, Slayer.
1: It's Slayer with Atari Teenage Riot.
0: Yeah. Uh Metallica. <laughs> So it, yeah.
1: So you are right in a sense. It, I wish it was more black metal, but that's as good as we get.
0: Yeah. So let's see how it plays out this time on that new, the newer version of that. So we'll see. Who they just knows? Game
1: in- Throne mayhem.
0: But what if they don't go that route? Are they get some other bullshit?
1: Code Orange?
0: No. Could be worse, to be honest with you.
1: Try, uh, probably some like Bring Me the Horizon type thing at this point. Or Which no no disrespect to them. I'm I'm a big fan of that band transition. Or bullet bullet for my Valentine. <laughs> yeah. That transition
0: is yeah <laughs> no can do.
1: I'm in for the commercial leaning sound that bands can take when it is for a reason. Like oh we used to do you know gimmicky music and now we're being more serious. But when it's just oh yeah we just want to sound like Five Finger Death Punch.
0: I wish I do want to see Five Finger Death Punch. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: Teach their own. Not my thing. I forget. Is it just for the experience, or are you a fan?
0: Uh, well, have you ever watched the film called... It was called uh, Higher Gun. Yes. It was a documentary. So, um, I got to go to the pre-party that was over at... Um, uh, it was called Soundcheck Live. It was the pre-party for Higher Gun over at um, Lucky Strike on Hollywood and Highland. Mm-hmm. And that was cool because they had just about all the players from that one, except minus like Eric Singer and and uh, a couple other people, but yeah, they had the pre-party, and I have the photos that I took that night with my my Canon, and I really like Jason Hook, and he's I think he's a good guitar player. I
1: know. I'll, I'll say, riff wise and music wise, yes. Lyric wise and vocal wise, that's where they do, I'd fall off.
0: The only reason I really want to go is because Jason Hook He's a good guitar player.
1: As I said, riff wise, they solid. Yeah. Vocals and lyrics, nah.
0: If anybody hasn't had the chance to check out the documentary, um, Hired Gun, I highly recommend it if you love music because these are like A list guitar, like musicians that get hired from like every, any kind of band that would jump on, like, to, anyone so a list players that you didn't know that played on this certain track and you're like who the fuck played on it oh wow
1: i love seeing that when it's just like wait this person is like in a black metal band but they're credited on a pop song
0: exactly who would have thought that jason hook who's in five finger death punch used to be a a touring member for hillary duff I i love stuff like that yeah it's like well a gig's a gig to be honest with you if you got a gig you're good
1: Well, I will say there is one celebrity who is in the news often who is a huge metalhead. Who would be? Demi Lovato
0: funny you mentioned that there is a rumor i don't know i think it was blabbermouth that said there was a rumor that nita strauss would go on to be demi lovato's guitar player but that's rumored
1: it, it makes end their favorite band one of them is a uh, job for a cowboy demo berger on earth they have a picture with turnstile recently so their music taste is very different than the music that they create
0: I feel like they create that music and then later on (laughs) turn it like okay let's play what we want and try to get the crowd into that
1: uh, that's true i mean what their new song is a lot like uh that classic old song
0: i never heard like i only heard like maybe like one or two demi lovato songs granted i was in a pop rock class when i was still going to community college did cover one uh i forget the name of the song this is one of her hits
1: uh hot for the summer that was one of the huge ones
0: no that wasn't the one
1: but that's mainly it i just know that in the new song because it sounds like whole and uh as much shit that we love yet old is a great
0: band let me see now it's gonna bug me until i figure out what the hell it's called uh give your heart that, a break that's what it was
1: that is a great summer anthem so that's what it was yeah well i guess it's just when you're in that uh powerhouse of disney for the longest time you just get told to make pop music and you can't be who you
0: want absolutely because you have a the label's not going to want you to do that
1: and it's funny hearing like uh all these disney stars whenever they're on podcasts are just like oh yeah fuck disney and like them cursing a storm and being like oh yeah i was on crazy drugs during that time or you know we would sneak off set and just get really high off coke and it's just like what
0: so you never expect that and then whoa
1: I've come to realize reality is darker than uh, we put filters on.
0: Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes with... Uh, there's the pun, behind the scenes. But uh, nobody's going to know about that until they people really put it out there or somebody got caught with something and it ends up on the news.
1: Uh, this is why I listen to and why we do podcasts, for that real slice-of-life moments. So...
0: Yeah, that's... Pull back uh, the flesh. <laughs> yeah. What kind of wounds you got back there, man? The real blood. Give me the blood, man. Yeah, it's raining blood.
1: <laughs>
0: so let's go off the topic and uh, let's, talk let's talk about movies. Let's talk about movies. Let's talk about your favorite comedy movies. Five of them. Gr-
1: Grandma's Boy.
0: Oh, I love Grandma's Boy. I love Grandma's Boy. I turn around and there's the fucking king of the jungle.
1: Dude, you came on my mom. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that is a fucking great movie.
1: Your car is a bed. Yeah, but it's a friggin' sweet one.
0: My grandma drank all my pot.
1: True. you, losers. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, turd nuggets.
0: Did you say something? You're fucking weird. How did he see me?
1: I hate your face. Uh, my thing is it always changes because does Evil Dead count as a comedy or a horror movie?
0: Maybe a little bit of both.
1: Because that's say. my favorite movie of all time.
0: I, I haven't seen it, to be honest with
1: you. Oh, I recommend it.
0: I'll have to check it out
1: uh well i i consider horror movies to be comedy because it's not horror.
0: no because if you look at a lot of the 80s the cheesy comedy uh, the cheesy horror movies they're like comedies pretty much
1: oh hilarious the, i love e rated and foreign movies for that reason because they just play into the campiness
0: exactly especially and like epics or Fear.net. they'll show like these cheesy 80s horror movies come time of, of halloween i fucking love it
1: there is one on amazon now called the stuff which is about people who eat like marshmallow type stuff and it like controls them
0: what it's
1: from the 80s it's all good
0: Dude. <laughs> i'll have to check that out
1: all right what is one of your favorite comedies though
0: uh grandma's boy has to be one of them dumb and dumber has to be another one i love dumb and the dumber. classic oh yeah um uh... Man,
1: Billy uh, Madison.
0: Oh, love Billy Madison. My favorite Sandler movie has to be Happy. Home.
1: That's like, see, that's the thing. It's just like okay, when you get into Sandler territory, does it really count? Because it's just like those, those are iconic institutions of our childhood.
0: They're great films. You can't really.
1: Should we say Step Brothers?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Super Bad. Super Bad. Super Bad was good. I I liked it, but it's not one that I can go back and really watch it over and over. It was good, like I, the first two. Kind of like, excuse me, I love Pineapple Express, and I love the interview, but I can't go back and watch it again.
1: I think it's just because it has a, a stronghold on culture. Because th- that's the thing that I always try to question is, do I like it because it moved me, or is it because it had such an impact on culture surrounding it?
0: Yeah, I get you. There's certain movies I can only watch, like, once, and if I go back and watch it again, eh, it's not as funny as I thought it was. Wayne's World is another one that's good for me. Along oh, with yeah. Bill and Ted, it's an excellent vent- adventure. Yeah, um, yep. Man, basketball! I love basketball. That,
1: that's a deep yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Um, mm-hmm. What else? So many people don't know that one. That's a classic. And if you're a fan of South Park and uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they fucking kill it in that movie. Um, if you want to see another Trey Stone, Matt, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone movie, check out Orgasmo. That's another one. Yep. Um,
1: uh, let's see. Oh, any uh, Mel Brooks movie? Baseball.
0: Spaceballs, men in tights. I'm on See, the East Bank. I'm on the West Bank. <laughs>
1: History of the World, Part One. Uh... I've got the Fifteen Ten Commandments. The Inquisition. <laughs> what did you say? The Inquisition. Oh my God. Chisude.
0: Good films.
1: I guess Blazing Saddles, obviously, that is up there. Oh, yeah. Young Frankenstein.
0: Young Frankenstein was great.
1: Look at those knockers.
0: <laughs> Why, well, thank you, Doctor. There's was, was a lot of... I I love comedies. As much as I like action, more comedies than anything. Like Blue Streak. I love Blue Streak. That's one of those that I really enjoy. Uh, I Love You Man was one of my favorites.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that's a great one, too. Um, uh,
0: Beer Fest. Beer Fest yes. was a good one. Along with Super Troopers. Yeah dodgeball yeah even broken lizard i mean those two were the like the main broken lizard films that were good i mean i've seen like other ones but it didn't really catch my there were more ifc films that didn't really hit but you have to really dig into it
1: i think that the older that i get the more i'm into obscure comedy though where i'm like i want to see someone do comedy but in a crazy take so i've been i really love like eric andre um tim robinson who does this show i think you should leave mm-hmm. on netflix wreck recommend it.
0: I'll have to check it out.
1: It became viral because they have like uh, certain skits like one in which he makes a show called Coffin Flop.
0: Oh wow.
1: <laughs> which is just people's bodies falling out of the coffin and people like taking uh, quote unquote like uh, raw footage from it.
0: My god dude. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. I'd have to check that out. And it's just him out.
1: yelling they're trying to take Corn Cop TV off of cable. Where else are you going to see shows like Coffin Flop? And it's just a <laughs> montage of
0: Coffin Flop. <laughs> oh, and they're man. like
1: this cable company wants to get rid of it what are you gonna do where the hell are you gonna do with tv like this
0: <laughs> good shit um and then oh, oh i was gonna say going off that subject uh are you being on impractical jokers
1: oh yes yes
0: whose line is it anyway
1: oh come on it, <laughs> it, i love improv because it's just you have to be quick with it
0: oh yeah i love improv comedy man Whose line I used to watch religiously, like, just reruns after reruns ABC Family when they had it. Hell, I even bought, like, a a DVD of, like, their, I think it was, like, six episodes on there. Too hot for TV, that's what it was.
1: Oh, oh yeah, because ABC Family has had has or had those uh, religious has where it would be, like, 7th Heaven and uh, the S Club. But it's
0: it's ABC. Now it's Now it's uh, Freeform, yeah. Yeah, Freeform.
1: Still one of the best channels for Halloween and Christmas.
0: Oh, yeah. You get so many different stuff on there.
1: Oh, they have the 31 days of Halloween.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they do. And but, Disney uh, has their 25, but anything you can find on the Disney Plus app anyway.
1: I, I was going to say another uh, Tim Robinson sketch, though, is about uh, what people do when a work gives them a stipend for a travel trip. Tell me. So, in this case, it's just like um, there's an old, a guy like looking slunched over in a meeting and it's just like, are you okay? And then this old says he hasn't been eating. He's using the money to buy fancy shirts. And then Tim Robinson perks up his up's so like, shut up, Jeff. Yeah, I may be using the stipend that you give me for food and for the hotel to buy shirts. But look at this. This shirt. Look at this pattern. I found a store called Dan Flashes where all <laughs> the guys in there look like me. Have you ever seen a shirt with so many patterns? And God. then it's just it, it gets more absurd. I, I it's what I it's one of those things where it's a I'm a man right now trying to talk about a. Uh, uh, a visual format, more
0: or less. More or less. Hey, yes. since we're on the subject of that, hey, Darby Allen has his uh, Hoodlum destroy his Hoodlum brand over at Zoomies now. Check out all your Zoomies stores for uh, Darby Allen's holding brand, Hoodlum.
1: I'm Googling this. i need to see if it's Kazumi's is give or take. Yeah.
0: So he was doing a meet and greet at uh, zoomies store and some other... I think, oh, it was in Washington. That was like I know four this days story. ago. So, yeah.
1: And uh, someone someone came up to him at that signing, didn't they?
0: I don't know what happened.
1: Would you, would you like me to... Yeah, enlighten me. So, so uh, his friend Rody King came and smashed him through a table.
0: Wow. <laughs> this I got to because i'm
1: not sure what state it was in because i think brody was in uh philadelphia over this weekend for uh this is hardcore fest he's a he's a big hate read fan
0: yeah uh, that's hate-breed. right uh, and then brody king of course he didn't get to he didn't beat john moxley the, the, i i had a feeling that that wasn't gonna end like that so
1: as much as he's a giant he doesn't have that uh tactical nature
0: Yeah, I get you.
1: But also, that's if you want to talk about fighting from a, you know, it's not rigged standpoint.
0: (laughs) It's not rigged.
1: It's real to me, damn it.
0: It is real. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the video is on his uh, Instagram. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just came in. He slugged him in the face because he was talking about his skateboard. Some guy came up. He just tossed him to the merch table, flipped over his merch table, and, oh, pick him up. Oh, he just shoved him to the side. Now Brody King is just having his way with Darby. Picks him up by the neck. Oh, no. He puts him in a sleeper first. I have to keep watching to see what what the hell's going on uh yeah i have to watch that all over again but yeah darby allen on your uh, instagram go and check it out it's the second video or second post for that matter
1: i love his uh walk-in music
0: oh yeah that walk-in music's great especially when i think he... it oh, no go ahead
1: i think it's a uh, wika phase rings eternal so
0: let's see probably i do have a two figures from AEW. it's a darby allen with the tnt title and then sting so those ones I had to get my hands on over at uh Frank and Sons. Uh we trying to see.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a wicked face rings eternal.
0: Right on. Right on. All right. Well, we're going to about wrap this up. You got anything else you'd like to say, Brutal Brett?
1: Uh Listen to Drain Gang, check out Blade, uh, listen to the song Be Nice to Me, and it's terrible in the best way.
0: All right. Thank you, Brutal Brett, for that. All right. Thank you all for tuning in and listening, subscribing to Fun Everend's Podcasts on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Share it with your friends and all that fun stuff. Uh, check us out on uh, dot com. find everything through there. Uh, go through our social media. I believe it's all linked through there. Our Instagram hasn't been really ran much, but but, uh, more so, go to the website. It'll be easier for everybody. If you want to listen on there, go ahead. So, all right, for myself and Brutal Brett, we'll catch you next time. This has been Fun Never Ends Podcast. I'll s- we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>
1: Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Woodwork prohibited by law. In T terms and conditions apply. See website for details.